Welcome to the Woman's School, your how to be a woman school in context of today's culture. We believe in wholeness. Our mission is to give women practical, systematic, and comprehensive guide to living a life that is whole. Our bold dream is to rebuild culture one woman's worth at a time because every woman deserves to feel whole and complete. She was created to live a life of generosity, but in order to give, she must first receive. And that is our bold mission. We equip women with a mindset and a skill set that will give her the capacity to give more of her best self to the world. Welcome to the Women's School. My name is January Donovan, your founder and your guide. teach emotional command to your nine-year-old daughter or younger or a little bit older. Before I get started, I want to just introduce myself. My name is January Donovan, founder of The Woman's School, where our vision is to rebuild culture one woman's worth at a time from the inside out. So we're really a practical mindset and skill set school for women. So please share this mission, subscribe to our YouTube channel, follow us on both Facebook, Instagram, and then share uh, really our practical trainings to your wall, to your friends, so that we can really be part of rebuilding our culture one woman at a time by giving ourselves real tools. So today I'm going to talk to you about how do you really, you know, work with emotional command with your children and how young can you work with your child? So the answer is that we should be actually developing their emotional command from day one. It shouldn't be something we teach a teenager, a nine-year-old. Now we know that we're all learning this right now as adults. Um, you know, especially for me, it wasn't something that I was taught, which means that I suffered for the things I was never trained and therefore um, got myself in a lot of emotional roller coaster because I didn't actually have emotional command. Now, what is emotional command? It means that I allow myself to journey my own emotions without becoming a victim to my emotion. I can uh, acknowledge the way I feel, recognize how, um, where it's coming from, and then um, journey the, 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 the frustration, the sadness, but not remain there, not get stuck. Being able to say, bounce out of it, and that way it doesn't become a habitual pattern. So that's what emotional command is in a very, very simplistic way. And I really want to try to take some of these big concepts and really just make it applicable by giving you language for a lot of our struggles. So that's my goal here is that, you know, how do we as mothers teach emotional command? So first of all, you know, the, what is the crisis of, of a lack of emotional command, lack of being able to manage our emotion? Well, as a byproduct, is that our, our days are inconsistent, um, number one, which means that some days we have good days, some days we have bad days, and it becomes sort of a roller coaster of a life if we do not learn this skill. And the collateral damage of lack of emotional command it really is the people that we love and the people that we cherish that has to actually become um, sort of have to, you know, um, become a victim of our lack of stability of our own emotion. So that's a really important um, learning to know that it is a duty for us to actually learn how to manage our mind as an obligation to contribute to the lives around us. Now, what's our role as women? In the woman's school, I am, you know, just, you know, I, I create a real distinction between achievement 
and fulfillment. Great. Achievement is trying to um, achieve something or set a goal that you want to be able to accomplish, achieve it. For And um, as part of what we are called to do in our life, which isn't a bad thing. Okay. But if we are trying to achieve something, but lose ourselves on the process, it becomes a bad thing. So I'm here, you know, I'm trying to build an orphanage for, you know, children in Africa, but simultaneously my family is a hot mess because there's no order in my home. My children don't have emotional command. And so it kind of, it, it negates our, our work in a way where now we're using our achievement as a numbing factor to actually face the things that are really important. There is an order to life. Fulfillment is doing what we are called to do. And women have, I believe, a universal call for generosity. What does that mean? It means that we're here to contribute to the lives around us. That's what makes a woman beautiful is her generosity. And so that's an important distinction that, you know, as we define what a beautiful woman is, a woman that inspires the world to be better by a life of generosity and contribution. That's how we redefine a beautiful woman in the woman's school. And so emotional command is critical because if we do not have a command of our emotion, how can we then contribute when we're just sucking the life out of people instead of bringing life to people? So that's important. Now, it is also important to know that our emotions are valid. They are, you know, neither right or wrong. It is what we do about it that often gets us in trouble. So it's important for us to acknowledge our emotions. So when our children are going through frustration. So I'm going to just tell you a story. So just actually yesterday, one of my daughters, I could tell I was having a conversation with her. We were cleaning the kitchen and I'd ask her something about her day. And all of a sudden she starts welling up with like her, I could tell her, you know, the lump in your throat, her eyes get teary up. And so I thought, Oh, what's the matter? I just asked a pretty random question about, I think it was chores. And she's like, nothing, mom. I think I'm just tired. I might just go to bed early. And I said, you know what? I don't think that's what's wrong we talk about it afterwards. So, you know, I pulled her aside and I put her in my room and I said, what's the matter? I, I can tell that something isn't right. And she says, this is nothing. I said, well, remember suppression leads to depression. So that's number one. We have to help them identify that suppressing emotions leads to a lot of trouble. It does not help us manage emotion. It hides and numbs our emotions that often result to or resentment or rage or um, depression, right? Because we don't know how to manage it. And so I was giving her this learning and she knows that suppression leads to a lot of not so good things. And I told her as well that, you know, our emotions comes from what we're thinking. And she knows that what I'm feeling is a byproduct of what I'm thinking. If I am worried or thinking about, I'm, I'm angry with my siblings, or I'm thinking about all the chores I have, or I'm thinking and worried about something, I'm probably anxious, or probably get frustrated, my emotions are sad, right? So I want them to connect the dots, that their emotions are not separate from their thoughts. Why? Because the way they manage their emotion is by managing what they allow themselves to think about. That's an important learning that they know how to make the connections. Now, really important learning again, is that our emotions, if we don't know how to command it because we don't understand the connection of our thoughts, then becomes hired wired as a habitual reaction to life. So let's just say 
I totally would, did not pick up that she was upset. Now, I also say, well, no big deal. It's just your emotion. Just get over it, buckle up, and roll with it, right? Um, and, and so then she learns a habit of suppression, which means that like any habit, it becomes unconscious eventually when it becomes hardwired. And now we have girls that don't believe they're beautiful, that think they're, you know, they're FAT, that is anxious as a habitual pattern of reaction because we didn't know or we did not have the tools to help them manage that emotion. Now, therefore, it's habitual. What do I mean? When you first learn how to drive, you had to think consciously about all the different things to, you know, to do while learning, you know, to turn the steering wheel, move over your head. It was, everything was conscious, right? Now it's subconscious. It's so habitual that you don't even think about putting your signal. You just, your body does it faster than your mind can consciously think about it. Now that's the same thing with our emotional reaction. Something happens that throws us off um, as an adult. And all of a sudden we go to that emotional of worry, emotion of worry or suppression or whatever it is, primary emotion that we're going through, sadness or ang anxiousness. And then all of a sudden we're not even consciously thinking about it. Our body knows it quicker than our mind could ever think about it. It's now become habitual. Now remember, our emotions release a chemical in our body that changes our biochemistry. We know it now by science that what we're thinking causes uh, a physical impact in our body, right? If I am constantly worried, then my, I am, I, my emotions are anxious and then it tenses me up. It actually, negative thoughts actually cause inflammation. So then I, t I, my children know that. I said, negative thoughts cause inflammation. What you're thinking becomes then your perspective. So they have this language that even though as a nine-year-old, an eight-year-old, even a four-year-old, I have a four-year-old actually just turned five, they might not fully understand it, but they, what you do is that you give them the language for it, just like you teach any kind of language. They don't fully understand what respectful means or, you know, when you're teaching them all these different, you know, English language, but you give it to them prior to them fully understanding it because that's how they begin the journey of understanding. So what you're doing is you're giving them language. Well, that's the same thing with our emotion and our children. We have to give them language in order to battle their day-to-day -day ups and downs and frustrations so they don't become a victim of their emotion, rather be in command of it. That is so important because if we are constantly a victim of our emotion, we cannot rise above our day our months, our weeks to respond to our life's call because our life's call, whether to build an orphanage, to be a mother, we want to be a mother or to be an entrepreneur or a teacher becomes at the mercy of our emotional command, what our day looks like. Motherhood becomes a roller coaster of emotion. Today was a great day for mom. Tomorrow, we don't know, right? So it. Our calling and our vocation and our work life and our relationships suffer simply because we do not have the skill of emotional command. So we should keep it pretty simple for them by giving them the language and giving them the solution. So that's the goal here is that mothers need to be hyper aware when their children are going through those emotional, um, I would say, um, recalibration or emotional frustration 
that they have no language for, you give them language for it so they don't suppress it, and then you help them work through it, not tell them to just get through it. There is a massive distinction. In the woman's school, our whole entire six months training is not about getting through it. It's about working through it. Because the other one, to get through, does not mean that we work through our life. And you can read a thousand books on boundaries to get through the book and never learn boundaries. So it's important to work through our emotions so they don't come out in anger and rage or you know, um, walk us through a life of insecurity because we don't know how to manage it. So it's a very important skill for the sole purpose that if we do not have a command of our emotion, our purpose could be halted. It's that massive. And so as a mother, we have to really make sure we understand the magnitude of our children knowing how to command their emotion by managing their thoughts. That's what we teach in the woman's school is really to source it. That's what I call it. We need to source our emotion through our thought. And so what I'm going to give you today is a really quick um, kind of process. I'm going to show it to you. This is what I did with my nine-year-old daughter last time when I pulled her and I did it, you know, just literally in kind of a quick conversation. I, I, I can do it now because we, I teach this in the woman's school. It, had, it was something I had to learn, unlearn, and relearn but I was able to give her the tools. Here's the biggest kicker out of all of this is that we cannot as mothers become aware if we are not aware ourselves of our own emotion because we can't even pay attention to our child and what they're going through if we ourselves are battling lack of emotional command or managing our thoughts. We cannot give what we do not have. We don't even have the capacity for it, nor do we have the awareness to know that they're in that state. And even though we are, we get stuck with tools. Second massive point, to teach emotional command as a tip, as an advice, as a, you know, a little bit of here does not work. We have to teach emotional command in context of the integrated woman. What do I mean? In order to manage our thoughts, we need to actually know, and we, um, command our emotion, we need to know how to take inventory of what we're thinking. We need to question and re-engage the conversation of our self-image, the opinion we hold of ourselves. We need to study our environment. We need to study our relationships and the impact it has. We need to study our family of origin. We need to study our contribution, because that could be the source of our frustration if we just don't have language for it. And so when we teach emotional command, we have to teach it in an integrated way. It's not one thing. It's everything that, that they need to have the framework of the whole woman in order to understand the importance, the value, and the skills necessary, a compounding skills necessary to actually be in command of our emotion. So what I'm going to give you today is a really quick training that we do in the woman's school. You know, we do it very in, de in depth. I give you the why, I give you the how, so that mothers can then be equipped to equip their children. Okay. So I did this with her last night and I'm just going to give it to you really quickly. Um, so the first thing I just wrote it out because I, we have a template like this in the woman's school, but the key thing, ladies, is that as mothers, you need to have an arsenal of language of scripts in order to equip your children with the tools they need to manage their, their, their emotion. You need to have an arsenal so that, you know, the first part is awareness, but the second part is knowing exactly how to manage them and help them. Okay. And so 
that's why I love scripts. It's a proactive way to approach life by design so that we don't live by default and become a victim of our own emotions and, and the circumstances of life. So here we go. I wrote this and I expected her to answer it. And I told her, I said, you know, it's okay. So we sat and I could tell she was upset. And I said, and I just said, kind of held her. I said, it's okay to actually feel these emotions. They're actually healthy. To be upset is healthy. To feel those tears is healthy. To, um, to suppress us is more unhealthy. So I want you to celebrate the fact that you're feeling this way. And then the second part is to also um, figure out that you are not meant to be stuck here. That's where we start to hardwire all these emotions. So it's okay to, to be where you are and to feel it, but it's not okay to stay there. Okay. And so, and then I asked her, why are you feeling this? Or she's like, I don't know. I don't know. And she couldn't, you know, I was like, is it this? <clears throat> Excuse me. And she said, I don't know. And so, and then I said, listen, it's okay if you don't know. I don't always know why I feel the way I feel. I need to kind of process it. And that is part of the maturity that all women have to go through in order to manage their home, their life, their work, their families. We don't have to know at all. And that's okay. But we need to figure out how to understand our emotion and not stay there. Okay. So it's okay to not know. And so what I did, I said, listen, I'm going to give you tools so that you can answer it yourself and help you to acknowledge your emotion at the same time figure out the source of your emotion. So I'm going to give you questions that will help you understand. And I want you to just reflect on it. I really, that's all I want you to do. And then you can answer it. And then we can have a discussion about it tomorrow. So it was that simple. This whole conversation was 10 minutes, maybe 15 minutes, but it was an important conversation. And so I gave her, I gave her, I said, here's one, two, three, four. I think there's six here, six questions. And all I wanted her to do was to reflect on it, but she actually answered it. So I said, um, why am I feeling this way? No, why? No, actually, that's not the question. This should be in order and it's not. Oh, here we go. What am I feeling right now? And I, what I did was I put one, if you see it, one, two, three, and I put a line so that they can identify and be brief. Brevity is key in today's culture. And I teach about this in the women's school again. Brevity is key to identify because we are inundated with information. By teaching them brevity, we actually help them identify pretty quickly so that they only not learn to command of emotion, they manage it efficiently. And so what am I feeling? One, two, three. And she doesn't have to tell us, you don't know, you don't enter all of it, right? So she actually wrote her answer. And then why am I feeling this way? I want her to think about why she's feeling this way. I don't want her to just accept that she's feeling that way. Yes, accept it, but then understand why. Why is important. You know, I love Simon Sinek's book, you know, um, Start With Why. That's a great book. It's a bestseller book. So it's a question that's really important for them to help them learn the skill, a habitual skill of learning to connect the dots. Okay. And then the third question is, what am I thinking that's making me feel like this? I am strategically introducing the concept in practical life that's making her connect the dots of what I'm thinking and feeling as an actually important narrative. I am teaching her as a nine-year-old that your emotion comes from your thoughts. So what are you thinking that's making you feel this way? And she actually put my choices. Interesting. I'll talk about it today. Um, who am I upset with? Very, very important question so that we don't victimize everyone else around us. Our children don't get upset. Are there other siblings or upset at us? Who am I upset with? Okay. Who am I upset with? 
And, you know, is it myself? Is it the sibling? Is it my mom? Is it my dad? Is it, who am I upset with? And it could be a, a circumstance as well. It doesn't have to be a person. And then I want them to check themselves in a very integrated way. So this question is really to teach them to manage the integrated self. So is my feeling caused by, and I put in here, this is one to five, lack of sleep. And I put a box in the end to see, is that it? How many hours of sleep did you sleep last night? I, I always want them to count the hours of sleep. Uh, too much screen time. How many, you know, um, they're watching Little House of the Prayer right now. How many episodes did you watch? Okay, mom, maybe I watched a little too much. Maybe that's it. And she actually responds, was like, mom, I've been reading a book in Kindle. I said, no, that doesn't count. Screen time is when you're um, uh, passively getting entertained not necessarily proactively, you know, reading. So that's different. So, okay. Um, is it junk food? You know, the sugar affects our mood, gluten affects our mood, MSG, red dye affects the mood or whatever allergy that we might possibly have dairy for some people, but it's different for everyone. But nutrition affects our mood, affects our emotion, affects our thoughts. So we're not, what I'm eating affects what I'm thinking. Number four is lack of movement. Have I not been moving enough to simulate my, you know, my blood flow and uh, oxygen to my brain that's making me feel this way. And then number five, things I'm thinking. What am I allowing in my thoughts? So that's actually what she placed here was things I'm thinking. So you can kind of see it. And it's so simple. I did it in literally like two minutes and she was actually really excited. It was like, I saw her turn the corner. And I think that when we, when we give our children solution to get out of the hole, then we see hope in their face in spite the fact that they're frustrated. And it's the same thing for grown women. But, you know, it's okay for us to feel like we're, we're in that moment of a mock, but it's when we are stuck there where we feel like I can't, I can't do this. You know, like there's no way, there's no hope. Hope is a critical part for joy and freedom and peace. And so by just giving her the tools and helping her identify, it was like, oh, I'm going to answer the question. It was like literally overnight. I saw a transformation in her emotion. And then lastly, which is probably the most important thing is, you know, in the women's school, we teach the concept of um, becoming a woman of solution. I'm a woman of solution. So this one is, what is my solution? And then I give her one, two, three, you know, so that, um, so that she understands that she needs to be constantly attaching emotional command with a solution. Now the solution could be letting it go. The solution could be boundary, right? And so it doesn't mean that, you know, you need to have something really, um, all the time that's required for you to do, but, but helping them become a woman solution is habitual pattern to react so that we don't become a victim to our emotions. So what is my solution? Number one, actually, she said she used to fill up one and three. She's like, make better choices. It's interesting. I'm going to talk about this today. And then number three is talk it out. That's, it's really, this is a, the child of mine that often does not communicate. And I have to actually work more intentionally with her to draw her out um, a, a little bit more because she tends to just, you know, work, work, work and not actually identify her emotion as opposed to my other child who is very vocal about her emotion. I never have to question what she's feeling. Um and so then she's quick to find solutions. So it, each child is different. This is why we need to study our children. This is also why we need to study ourselves as a skill to learn to study our children. So this is a really important, um, I would say, integrated learning for both mothers and daughters. And I think that if we don't have the capacity, then we risk giving our children a, a paralysis in managing their emotions and our thought. And I think it's a robbery 
to their peace, freedom, and joy, but more important to their life's purpose. And so the fact that we have to be really intentional about our own growth as mothers is really what I'm trying to hound on here. Because if we are not, then we simply cannot give what we do not possess and what we do not have. And it has to begin with us. It is not what we tell them. It is how we show up for them. We can't tell them to be peaceful when we're not peaceful. We can't tell them to manage their emotion when our day is a roller coaster of a day. And it's okay for children to see us get upset some days and then also model for them how to manage that emotion so that they know, no, okay, I'm upset today and I just need permission to be upset for a few minutes or whatever, how long you, you need. And then I'm going to work through it just like I do. I'm going to use my skills and my mindset to expand and that I acknowledge the way I feel. And I just need, you know, this is my solution to just sort of get over, get over this uh, sort of frustrating situation and I need your help. But at the same time, they do not at all become victimized by your emotion. You, what you're doing is that you are giving yourself permission to be firm with your boundary without being rude to them or, or, you know, being, um, I would say, causing an effect because your emotions are not in check and in command. So they know, you know, listen, I just need permission. I'm really frustrated about something right now. I need to work through it. I need your help. Can you watch your sister go play house for like 10 minutes or something or an hour? And then that I just need to get through it, but I'll be over it. Uh, or, you know, I'm going to find a solution because we're meant to be a woman's solution. And that this is part of growth and suffering is actually a gift in a woman's life because that's how we grow. And that's actually what I told her. I say, you know, challenging emotions and hard things are a gift to God and that we have to see it as an opportunity for growth. They are a gift that we can give to God, but they are also a gift from God because it helps us to grow and we give it right back to him and we ask him for help and how to manage our thoughts and emotions, but we are not stuck. And it's, it's, um, it was interesting because I think um, as a byproduct of this, she was taught, we were talking about emotions. She was upset and we were still trying to figure out, she's like, mom, I think I need a different kind of work that gets me creative. And she was trying to find a solution. And, and so we, you know, I said, maybe that's it. And, and I said, okay. And so I woke up this morning, kind of made me think, I was like, you know, she really loves to tinker with a lot of things. I'm going to get her in charge of um, doing the juicing in the house. And so it kind of worked with her creativity. It kind of worked with her frustration and got her out into purpose. Remember that work is evidence of our children's purpose. Work is evidence of their value. It doesn't devalue them or make them less or more valuable. It gives them evidence that their meaningful work is a contribution to the family. So by giving them meaningful work, it actually negates a lot of the frustration, which is so counterintuitive. And a lot of times you have to battle the fact that in our house, we work. That's a, a culture that we need to instill in our children. Then because we, what we do is that we invite them to a habit of always constantly working as a contribution right, to humanity, but at the same time working on themselves. And I think that's a beautiful um, way to create a culture of, you know, of children that will be stewards of the world. And so I think main thing here is that we cannot give what we didn't have. And the second thing is that we have to teach emotional command in a very integrated process, because otherwise we just give them a tip and it doesn't work. A tip doesn't create a beautiful life. Okay, we need to design it and we need to be intentional about the skills and the mindset necessary. And the only way to do that is if you actually have the tools to hand that over to your children. So remember, ladies, that God did not design us to be in a roller coaster of a day. God designed us to suffer consistently, still in command with our emotion, 
to do it in peace and enjoy in spite of those challenging days. We should not victimize other people because we're going through an emotional roller coaster. We should be very vigilant in saying, I need to work on my emotional command so that I'm constantly bringing light in the world and not depleting other people of light because I'm just, you know, day in and day out um, kind of an emotional roller coaster. Now with permission, I will say that it is important for us to share our frustration, but that should not be the culture in which we give to the world. That it is also a gift and we can lean upon other women, but we need to know who to lean upon, how to lean upon those women, and also how to do it in a way that is productive and not counterproductive and not a whining fest. That's another blog in itself and another training itself. But I want you to to just focus on the fact that you can absolutely give your children emotional command and teach them from day one and that it's a lifelong journey of constantly managing our thoughts and our emotion and it never stops. But once you build that habitual pattern, then you will notice a pattern in your day that's consistent. And it's just, I think the way God designed us is to be in harmony in our day and in nature and ourself and that we are to live a life of meaning and contribution of peace and freedom so that, you know, the creation points towards the creator. And I think that's an important scale. So if you want to learn more about what we do in the woman's school, this is part of what we do. We, we, you know, is managing our emotion, managing our thoughts because we really teach the integrated woman. And so if you really say, you know, January, I, the only way I can teach this for my child is that if I learn it myself and that's what I'm going to do, um, you can email us at uh, info at uh, january.com and we can send you more information on how to actually be involved in your own transformation and mindset and skill set practical application because that's what we do in the women's school is to teach women a life of wholeness through mindset and skill set training. So if you're interested, please follow us once again. I mean, please contact us. Um, and then remember, please um, share this video if you deem it is helpful for you as a training video for other moms out there. Put it in your wall. Follow us on Facebook, social media, and then also subscribe to us on YouTube. And make sure you are on our email list because I get give this tra additional training for free and our email list. And we'd really love for you to be part of this movement of rebuilding culture one woman's worth at a time, beginning with ourselves from the inside out. Thank you again. My name is Shania Donovan with The Woman's School. And remember, we have a duty to hand over to the next generation women that are free from the inside out. Thank you.